Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Hurricane Hotline as we continue on. A reminder, Miami and Notre Dame coming up on Wednesday night on uh, AM 790. And joining us now from Locked On Canes and our University of Miami uh, post-game host during the football season, Alex Dono. Dono, always great to speak to you. And man alive, has it been busy with University of Miami here in the offseason? Oh, Joe, thank you so much for having me. And it's been crazy. It's been busy enough with Miami. I can't imagine how people who cover Alabama and Michigan must feel right now and and Washington just with all the movement and with coaches moving means they get an extra transfer portal window this has just been one of the wildest college football off seasons from you know pre-national signing day through all this transfer portal stuff Um, I have a hard enough time keeping track of Miami let alone trying to keep track of what's going on at some of these other schools uh, you and uh, Malik Rozier handle our post-game show. You guys had a breakdown of Cam Ward, the quarterback that the University of Miami uh, got through the transfer portal from Washington State. Big kid, strong arm, lands the deep ball really well, elusive, uh, can scramble, although it did take a lot of sacks, especially in the Washington game. Nonetheless, he comes in as a very experienced quarterback. Uh, what was the breakdown that you and and uh, Malik, uh, the conclusions between you and, and, and Malik? Well, the highest praise that Malik, who has broken down Ward a lot within the recent week, and of course, not only is Malik a former Miami Hurricanes quarterback, he's also a quarterback's coach with QB Country Tampa. Um, the words that Malik used were uh, interesting. Uh, he thinks there's no one better in college football at manipulating the pocket than Cam Ward. Um, great word choice by Rozier and something that I've certainly, I mean, anybody who's watched Cam Ward play uh, notices just how, how dynamic he is, Joe, when it comes to using his athleticism to extend plays. He is capable of running. That's not really his mission statement most of the time when he moves around. He's usually looking to keep his eyes downfield, extend plays, and find an open receiver. And when he does that, uh, not only does he do a good job keeping his eyes downfield, which is important in those scenarios, but he does have a very accurate deep ball. In terms of what Shannon Dawson is getting now with Cam Ward at Miami, you've you know you've got a quarterback who obviously has pro aspirations because he you know he had temporarily temporarily declared for the NFL draft before he decided to play one more year of college at Miami. Uh, so he he's got his eyes on being a pro prospect next year. He's capable of making every throw. He's got the athleticism to extend plays. Um, you know the only I guess concern 
that people would have about Ward. And that, that goes hand in hand to what you were talking about, Joe. You know, all the times he was getting hit, he did get sacked a lot at Washington State. Miami has a better offensive line, much better offensive line on paper than Washington State did last year. But he has fumbled quite a bit. Uh, he had 14 fumbles this past season. Not all of those were lost fumbles, but he had 14 fumbles. I think he's got 25 in the past two years. So ball security is going to be something that they look at. But another big takeaway, Joe, that Malik had is uh, just how much luxury as a play caller you have from having a guy like Cam Ward, who just gives you so many options on third down with the way he's able to move and extend plays. So this is going to be exciting. And then there's a reason why Ward, you know, was considered by most publications to be the top quarterback available in the transfer portal. He not only has the ability, but he also has the experience being, you know, a four year starter the last two years at Washington state. He started his career at incarnate war uh, incarnate word in uh, FCS, but he's got four full years years of starting experience and I think this is exactly the type of quarterback Miami needed here's what I wonder uh, at Washington State he threw the ball over 60 percent of the time Miami runs run pass is about even about 50 50 so I wonder what gives there well in terms of what gives I think is yet to be seen but I know that what you're talking about, Joe, with Miami uh, obviously having a strong running game, because we expect Miami to be five or six deep this coming year at the running back position. They just added a, another former Florida State running back in Rodney Hill through the transfer portal. They already had a lot in that room. Uh, I, I think Cam Ward is he's looking forward to playing somewhere where he doesn't have to play hero ball because at Washington State he was, you know, the the vast majority of their offense joe so i think you know being able to play somewhere where he doesn't necessarily have to throw 60 percent of the time I, I will say when you have a quarterback like cam ward and if he's hot maybe you do call 55 percent passing plays instead of 50 percent joe so if something's got to give there maybe that does take a, a few carries away from miami's running back room because you know I, I can't imagine you're not going to want to utilize a weapon like cam ward so that's probably something that's got to give there. But I would think from Ward's perspective, being able to come and play somewhere that has you know better protection theoretically from the offensive line than what he had the last couple of years, not to mention more options in the running game, that's going to take some pressure away from him. Alex Dono, our guest on the show here tonight. Hurricanes did find an answer uh, for one of the replacements for Cam Kitchens and James Williams went into the portal and went to the West Coast to the team that played in the championship game, Washington. They bring in a safety that should uh, uh, that should help the back line of their defense. Yeah, Mishael Powell, I think he goes by Mish, which is going to be easier for all of us to say, yourself included, when yeah, you're doing play-by-play. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that this is that this is a great job. You know, I can't I can't necessarily directly compare him to a Cam Kinchins or a James Williams. Those were special players. Especially Cam may not be so easily replaceable. But um, this was a big move by Miami because Joe, the Hurricanes have some talented safeties, but it's a very very young room before Mish arrived. So, you know, he's going to add he's going to add experience. He's going to add playmaking abilities. He had three interceptions last year, thirty eight or thirty nine tackles. He played well even in the national championship game against Michigan. There's no substitute for that sort of experience. I mean, we think about 
how valuable it was last year, you know, to add somebody like a JV on Cohen who had played at Alabama, the, the left guard who's now moving on to the NFL, but he had such a great year at Miami and he came from a program that, you know, did things the right way. And you could say the same thing about Powell. I mean, that Washington program just had an incredible year, national runner ups. He started every single game for them. And, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. I hate to, I don't like to necessarily anoint anybody this early in the year before we've played spring ball and fall camp. But I, I would have to think that Powell would probably be one of the favorites to be a starting safety for Miami next year. And the, the experience that he's going to add being a graduate transfer, he can help mentor some of these younger guys. When we think about the Jaden Harris's and Markeith Williams and Caleb Spencer, and Miami got another safety transfer from, uh, from Vanderbilt, Savion Riley, who I think can be a good player. He's also a little, inexperienced. I think he's only got one or two years in the books at that program. So bringing in a guy like Powell, he's going to be able to mentor that entire room. And I think this was a great move by uh, Miami to bring this guy in. Alex Dono with us. Uh, Dono, uh, Mario Cristobal's first two years, 12 and 13, uh, under 500. And some would look at that and say, well, mm, we thought, you know, there's going to be a significant leap. Then, on the other hand, if you take a look at Roster today compared to roster inherited, and you go, oh my, the the turnover in the roster has been immense. And the roster this year, what they're doing right now between the recruiting and and the portal, you have to say to yourself, well, now they're making a strong run at trying to become a top 12 team for sure uh, because – of of you know the the playoff is expanded and no question this was a rebuild mode for Mario Cristobal but after the first two years I feel like maybe there's a little more pressure to move this thing uh, closer to the goal line yeah especially when you go out and get a quarterback like Cam Ward I think that makes a huge difference in the pressure because if Miami hadn't added Ward and obviously that that was uh, I'm not going to say it was all luck that would be an insult to Miami staff because they put so much work into recruiting Ward but there was a little luck at the end of the day because he decided to change his mind about going into the NFL draft so Miami was fortunate after all the work that they put into recruiting him to land him but landing Cam Ward raises the expectations Joe because if Ward hadn't arrived you're talking about potentially a competition for the starting quarterback for next year between a lot of guys who have talent but are, are not really proven. I mean, Jakari Brown has only started three games at the college level. Emory Williams has started two games. You, know, you did bring in Reese Poffenbarger, who I like, but all of his experiences in the FCS. So no matter how good your team would be around the quarterback, you wouldn't have the same expectations with one of those guys at starting quarterback that you have with Cam Ward. I can also you know mention what you brought up about the overall roster turnover Miami's on their way to building the type of roster that competes for championships um you know they, they didn't have that sort of depth a couple of years ago uh, and I think the big area Joe where Miami was just really lacking and it's it's not easy to recruit these positions consistently because there's a lot of competition out there but being able to start landing blue chip defensive linemen 
and offensive lineman consistency, uh, consistently, I should say. The offensive line part is a little bit less surprising because of Cristobal and Mirabal's reputations. They've never had a problem recruiting O-linemen. You know, Miami has uh, has struggled to land consistent numbers of four- and five-star defensive tackles in recent years, and they just hauled in an incredible defensive tackle class with, you know, a four-star in Artavius Jones and two five-stars. Um, coming in and Justin Scott and Armando Blunt who could play edge or interior. We'll kind of see how he develops there. And Jason Taylor helped recruit a ton of top edge rushers like Marquise, uh, Marquise Lightfoot and Booker Pickett Jr. who's been dominating all these all-star games. So when you can raise your talent level at the line of scrimmage, that's the way that Kirby Smart has built Georgia, you know, having, you know, three, four deep at these trench positions. That's exactly what Mario Cristobal is trying to do at Miami. So it definitely I think there's long term pressure and there's short term pressure, you know, because you've got two consecutive top 10 recruiting classes in 2023 and 2024. You don't expect so much out of the 2024 guys in their first year, but a lot of these 2023, some guys like, you know, Ruben Bain and Mark Fletcher and CeCe Maui Noah already played a big role in their first year. A lot of those other guys from that class are going to step up this year. And then within a couple of years, the 2024s are going to be stepping up. So you've got long-term pressure, but now you also have some short-term pressure. When you add a guy like Cam Ward, you should be pretty good immediately. And the last thing you know, I was saying on the defensive line, uh, I got the transfer uh, transfer in from North Carolina State uh, at defensive tackle. And then you have Mesidor, Nigel Kelly coming back. Those two guys were injured, and they need all-conference seasons from those two players. Yeah, um, the, the expectations for Ruben Bain's second year are through the roof if he can build on you know the type of true freshman season that he had. Uh, a lot, I'm glad you brought up Akeem Mesidor because just like a lot of people forget because we, we haven't seen him since uh, you know for virtually the entire season. Some people are wondering does he still have eligibility left? Yeah, he's got he's got one year left. He should come back for Miami. Nigel e. Kelly, same thing. We barely saw him last year. I also like uh, they added an edge from Marshall. Uh, Elijah Alston, who had put up really good stats there last year, he had 11 and a half tackles for loss, had, you know, really good pro football focus grades for what those are worth. And he played for Lance Guidry before. So he's got that familiarity with Miami's defensive coordinator. So uh, there there are a ton of reasons to be excited about this defensive line, because I even thought they had a lot of injuries on that unit last year, Joe, as you outlined some of those. Uh, I, I thought that they probably overperformed last year just based on the injuries and depth level. They've got more depth this coming season, so this is another unit that should be prolific. All right, well, keep track, uh, Hurricane fans, of the uh, transfer portal. The transfer portal tracker, Locked on Canes, Alex Dono. Uh, he'll have it for you, plus more recruiting information between uh, Dono and Bluestein. They've got you covered in that department. Dono, always great to have you with us. And, of course, uh, uh, Alex Dono on our post-game show as well. Thanks for being with us here tonight. Thanks, Joe. All right, that's Alex Zano. We'll continue on the show right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.